0: to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the
1: business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show.
0: What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield, along with my two brothers, Dom Joseph. You. And my and my boy Bill French,
2: what's happening? What's happening?
0: What's good, boys? Man, I appreciate everybody getting on here. We have another podcast for you guys. That's going to be another epic um, podcast covering a couple business topics and covering a couple current events. Our main topic of today will be leadership. We'll discuss leadership in the workplace. We'll discuss leadership as a um, as a boss. We'll discuss leadership as an employee as well. Um, so it should be an interesting. Podcast. I look forward to hearing everybody's opinion. But before we get started, let's get caught up on our on the uh, Dom Joe's week. What you get doing this week, Dom?
1: Man, last week you know we we're starting to wrap up the year, so uh <clears throat> had to get all the numbers together, man, for real. Just as far as how much work we went, on, how much work we went after, how much work we actually won, um what we grossed, and all that stuff in contracts. So pretty much getting organized, wrapping up the year, and getting ready to rev up for. Uh, um, Prosperous twenty
0: eighteen, for sure, for sure, man. Everybody's in the process of getting everything wrapped up in from twenty seventeen. Hopefully, y'all boys got a lot accomplished this year, man. Look forward to twenty eighteen. What about you, French man? What you get done this week?
2: uh man, I actually had a short week, but to, to echo Dom Joe, a lot of it was just getting myself ready for uh, the beginning of, of twenty eighteen, closing out the year strong. <laughs> Uh, also had a pleasure trip, man. I went out to, uh, Las Vegas and actually just got back this morning. So, uh, just trying to get caught back up on some, uh, much needed rest.
0: What did, what did you do in Las Vegas, man? You, you, anything specifically you, you went on the tables or what? Ah, uh, it was a, it was, it was a rough weekend. Let's just put it that way,
2: man. Uh, the, 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 the house always seems to win. So, uh, <laughs> but no, it, it was a good trip, man. Good trip.
1: Hey, man, That's leave that table up, alone, man. <laughs> you go, ahead, you go ahead. Hey, hey leave that t- sit by the poolside, bro. Collect the sun rays, man. Yeah. Stay up off that
2: table, bro. Hey, man, trust me. I should have. But the problem was, is, uh, as, you, as you look out, it was a little chillier this weekend. So the poo action wasn't really there. Hey, even in Vegas? ah yeah man it was it was in the low fifties man uh, so if you ever go to Vegas, make sure you try to go right uh before the weather starts to change
0: so yeah man everybody else is everybody's getting prepared for the end of the year um business wise um personal relationship wise everything's ending up, and everybody's getting up for twenty eighteen um so since we're talking about leadership today, man, we're gonna discuss a topic. That's a, that's a heavy topic in the, in the news right now. Um, with Dr. Larry Nasser. Um, he just received the maximum 60 year sentence by a federal judge. For everybody that doesn't know or is unfamiliar with the situation, Larry Nasser is the head, um, gymnastics doctor at both, at both Michigan State and USA Gymnastics. Um, and basically several women have come to say that Nasser has abused them, um, in sexual, sexual ways. Um and, they have, and they've all and they've all has been numerous people that've come up has been coming out the woodworks and multiple, multiple people from the uh the famous gymnastics girls that were um I think they were called like the Fantastic Four or something like that. But you know, all the girls that were on that team with Gabby Douglas and um the other girls, they all came out and said they had situations with him. Um but basically what what it came down to is Nasser that he violated the most basic principle of medicine, first do no harm. Um, he used his position of authority to sexually assault young women during decades-long career as a renowned doctor for USA Gymnastics at Michigan State University. Um, so have you, you both, you've both heard about this situation, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, man, definitely unfortunate. Uh, uh, heart goes out to the victims in this, man
0: my th- My thing is how does this how does something like this go on for so long what's your what's your guy's opinion how How does something like this go on for so long with nobody knowing anything like this and it comes out and all this information that we would have never thought comes out after over years and years of abuse
1: um, <clears throat> I personally think it's because of the people doctors they have a personal relationship especially like an orthopedic doctor child like orthopedic doctor that like, they have a personal relationship with, them, especially if they're on the team, and uh, they're around every practice, every time they compete. And being like an old person, you probably know who to prey on to where you could get away with it, and they probably wouldn't say anything. Because, like me personally, I know. You know what I mean? Like I had, I got a, I got a big mouth. You know what I mean? They probably knew. Like, there's no way. I was like, there's one, the one there's uh one instance where he was like penetrating a six-year-old girl like come on man like most kids i know i mean shoot you know mom i guess what happened when i was at the doctor doctor so-and-so did something crazy you know so i really think it's like praying praying on like uh kids that are different or kids that have that weakness
2: yeah i mean i i agree with you too dom joe the other thing that that kind of makes me wonder is how many of these kids actually did come forward to their parents and their parents kind of brushed it off years ago, right? It's like, ah, no, that didn't happen. You shouldn't make up stuff or, you know, um, there's no way doctor the doctor would do that to you. So I think that could be a part of it. And a lot of times uh, I, this it's just kind of crazy to think about as a kid. If you look back on our childhood, there's specific things that we just don't remember until something you know, happens to bring light to that. So some of these victims probably had no idea what was going on. They entrusted in the doctor to, for, for whatever, you know, they, they were there for from a, from a treatment standpoint. And uh, once you hear about other stories, obviously the Jerry Sandusky case came out. Um, I think it's it's opened the eyes to a lot of people. And they've come out and said, man, this isn't right. So um, just crazy, man. Right. I, it just kind of makes me sick in my stomach.
0: My question is, where is the leadership? leadership? Where is the leadership in the gymnastics organization? Where is the leadership in the family's household? Where is the leadership at Michigan State University? Like, how, how, how can there's somebody that had a question or an inkling about something wrong with this guy and it wasn't, and it wasn't followed up on? You know what I'm saying? This doesn't go. There's multiple people that have to go through these screens and multiple people that have to, um, you know file uh file his work or work on work alongside of him you know what i'm saying like it's not just individual and doctor through all these years somebody has had some type of in, of inkling that this might be going on or that something's not right with this guy and he he's doing things outside the ordinary you know what i'm saying like something some, something there's something down the line and i'm and i look forward to seeing in the future what kind of penalties are given to the Team USA Gymnastics leadership and Michigan State leadership because they can't go – Dr. Nasser, he's going to fall on the, forward, on the sword. He's going to take responsibility for most of his actions. But there's some negligence also in those higher insta- higher, higher levels of leadership as well. What y'all think?
1: I think for sure. I mean, because – I mean, if I recall, there was – um, I mean, I didn't read into the whole story, but I remember Michigan State – there was a Michigan State athlete that actually uh, – Reported it to the university, and the and the university um quote unquote failed to take any action. You know, and mm-hmm. I mean, if you get any any type of serious allegation like that, especially a student coming forward, student athlete coming forward, any type of allegation like that, you have to take it serious. And I mean, what does that say about your university or the leader of your university if you? And this is like, yeah, yeah,
0: no, exactly. And this is you know, this is a a thing that is happening over and over in these position at, with people in positions of leadership, like they're, I don't know if it's that getting comfortable in their position and they think that they don't have to answer to everything or I don't know what it is, but I seen a story not too long ago of a lady that was reporting, not the same situation, but she was reporting sexual abuse from her coaches, which is in a similar lane, but it's different. You know what I'm saying? And people basically, I don't know if they're trying to protect those people that are in their, their, their colleagues, I would assume or what, but there's, there's, there's a, uh, you know, we take our leadership positions very seriously and coming up in sports and, you know, our leaders are expected to carry themselves certain ways and they're supposed to be the character of the team. And it shocks me when I see these people with high positions of leadership lacking leadership skills. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it's a problem with the hiring system where we're hiring bad leaders or we don't know how to judge what a good leader it is, what a good leader does or Or what it is, but at the end of the day, we have people in leadership positions that don't really have the qualities that I would expect as a leader to carry, especially when things hit the fan. You know what I'm saying? Like a leader has to be the person that is willing to go for, go, go ahead of the situation and, and look into things. They do things outside the ordinary. They do the uncommon things. And for me, look from outside looking in, it looks like we got leader people in leadership positions that are, doing the common expo- expected things, the nice things, the things that keep people cool with them type situations. And, and you know, the only thing to ruin, a, the only thing that you can do, the only thing that will ruin a situation is to do something that making everybody yeah. happy. You can't uh, make everybody happy as I a
2: agree. I, I think the other thing though, Chase, nice. when you talk about the leadership, this is this is going to be a huge problem because I, I uh, just pulled up something from the Tri- Chicago Tribune. It looks like there's 290 coaches and officials that are all tied to this scandal. So, you're talking about a lot of people turning their heads to things. Um, and to your point, who's going to step up and actually own, you know, what's going on? I
0: think, I think there
2: is no question. No question. I, think, I think there is no question right there.
1: There's no question right there. Who, anybody who had any coach, all the coaches, any coach that had a player that was violated, a, a student athlete that was violated by this, doctor is involved because at me as a leader or, or um, as a coach, you know, my, that's what, that's my mindset is, okay, my, these parents are entrusting me with their kid. So exactly. whatever happens, good or bad, first and foremost, it's on me.
0: You know what I mean? Right. So there is no, like,
1: everybody's accountable right now, you know, because, I mean, exactly. that's the And that's, and that's a, you brought up a,
0: a, 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 a great point. Hold on right there, John Joe. What he just said about the parents entrusting your kids to these coaches and to these institutions, that's the same thing for uh, the ball kid that just got in trouble in um, China. You know what I'm saying? Like we haven't heard nothing from the coaches. We ain't heard nothing from UCLA. Only thing we heard something is from his dad. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, man, his dad sent his son to UCLA to be entrusted by those coaches to um, to get him to um, basically take care of him for this year of basketball. And if they're going to take him out of the country, if they're going to take the responsibility to take a trip outside the country, they need to go over with everybody on that team what they expect and what kind of situations they can get themselves into in this country. There's different laws. It's not the United States. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just feel like the kid's taking all the fall for this and the, units, the the head coach, and I haven't heard nothing from the head coach saying anything about, you know, what. why were they by themselves? Those types of things. I know they're 18 years old and you can't follow them, but have you prepped them enough to go out there by themselves into a different country? You know what I'm saying? So... I mean, there's a, there's a whole bunch of falters faulting at leadership positions, not just here in this Larry Nasser case, but in our society as a whole. And I don't understand what it is. Is is it is it is it an issue of, you know, is it a, is a society is it a culture issue where people are just like they looking out for their own? They looking for looking out for their own and they trying to, you know, make sure they keep good, good uh, relationships for themselves. Or, uh, you know, I mean, that's just a moral that's just morally bad. Practices for for people that are considered leadership leaders in our uh, community or in our um, institutions. I think that I think that LeVar
1: Ball situation is um, or Leangelo Ball situation is is a little different though. Only because I've been I I haven't been out the country with a team before, and that's probably where the, where the responsibility lies and stops as a coach. Like, yo, listen, guys, we going out the country. Now that it's not like we're going we going t- to freaking Puerto Rico or Hawaii or France, we're going to a communist country, okay? Don't do no, no, do nothing dumb. You know what I mean? Like, but at the end of the day, too, this isn't like like these kids got taken advantage of. Uh, the um, MSU kids with this doctor, they got taken advantage of some at a young age, um, at you know, uh, vulnerable times. Leangelo Le- 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 Le Ball and those kids stealing sunglasses out of a mall at some point, you know, you just, you can't, you got to look in the mirror. You know what I mean? As, as for LeVar Ball saying, I feel like that's a private conversation LeVar Ball should have had with the coaches. You know, I don't really think he should have put him on blast like that. Cause now it just looks like he's pointing the finger, like you, you're trying to blame everybody else. Like, I don't, I don't agree with that a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, know, at the end of the day, you've been on bowl games, Chase. You know how it is, man. They get, yo, know, they give us a curfew, man. If, if it's not forty-eight yeah. hours, games, do, seven two hours before the hours before, yeah, you go out, you do what you want to do. You know what yeah. I mean? They
0: can't. Yeah. Lie. and that's cool, I, and I'm, I'm cool with that. But you gotta, like, like I said, like you said at the beginning, if we, if we're, if we're in a different environment and there's different rules and there's different uh, consequences for any of our actions, we, we need to be well aware of what risks we take in for doing stupid stuff because all kids do stupid things. All right, all kids do stupid things. All people get caught up in situations they shouldn't have done, and they look back on it like, "Why would we do that?" You know what I'm saying? But there's a difference when you're taking that risk at your at your at your cousin's house, and if you're taking that risk at you know even at a at a local university, or if you're taking that risk at the mall or something like that. If you're going across country to some place where you might not never be be back, like you you're supposed to be, there should be higher levels of monitoring from the. From the from the leadership positions of the team and the university. You can't, you can't, you can't yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. You can't, you can't, you can't send somebody out in, in in a in a in North Korea or China or any place where you don't have good relationships or it's a communist country. You can't send them out there and just say be back at before the before one o'clock. Yeah. You, know so you can't, you can't do that. You might that, mess around not, uh, and not have a team. I, I the don't next
2: disagree day. with you that the, the leadership yet. in that standpoint yeah. should have. Should have stood. Should have stood in. But the other side of it is like, come yeah, on, man! You stealing yet. in America is not okay. So you know what? So so either way it goes, whether we're in China, America, it's not okay. Jupiter, it doesn't matter. Like, don't do anything that's gonna put you in that situation. Like, why would the, like how?
0: Yeah, go ahead. This is this is the thing. This is the thing, French. Here's the thing. If we're still in America, we know we got trouble. We know we got trouble if you're still anywhere. All right. We know that. But I'm saying to the families of those kids, do them a justice and take care of them a little bit more closely. If you're going to take them out of the country, you know what I'm saying? You got to You got to put more rules and more standards in place to deal with. You got to cross your eyes and dot all your T's because if you get caught still in America, OK, that's cool. Don't do do, go do time, do whatever you want to do. Your parents still have opportunity to see you. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to take my kid out of the country to some place yeah. he's never been, don't know what he's doing, I expect you to bring him back. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah, that's too. it. That's that, that's that's all. That's the only thing I'm saying in that situation is that if the University of UCLA is going to take on the responsibility of taking those kids out the country, they need to make sure that when they go out this country, they come back to this country. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I'm saying to them. And they took they, their lack of leadership. Now, now, now be it. They can't sit there and just now it might be bad etiquette, bad moral skills, bad upbringing, whatever you want to call it. Stealing is stealing. But at the end of the day, either everybody needs a hand with them when they leave or whatever it is. You got to, you got to go over and beyond to cover to handle your responsibilities as a leader in that situation to make sure that kids, um, make it back to at least. Where they're where they're from. You know what I'm saying? That's just a different little deal. It's just a little different deal, obviously. I mean, because you, you just think about if you had a son or if I had a son or if Dom had a son and they went to go play basketball tournament out of the country. And then the coach calls you and say, hey, he's locked up. out. He's locked yeah, up in I this agree. country. Now what we do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think they should have left them like that. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I, I can't okay. really help them. They to call you on the phone and say your your son's locked up in this country. I can't really help him. <laughs> I can't really yeah. help him. You shouldn't have took him then. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know yeah, I feel you. Honey. I mean, it's the same responsibilities we take on if like we're babysitting our little cousins or something like that. You know what I'm saying? If they jump off the bed and break their leg, it's on us. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a neglig- that's negligent um, babysitter. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. when I'm babysitting my cousins yeah, or my little but cousin, but it's, still, it's all safety rules, rules around here. The, the, the <laughs>
2: it's past, all safety okay, rules around right? here. At 18, man. 19 years old. Bro, <laughs> yeah. you know, right and wrong. You know? Nah. I'll... Yeah, you, you know. Do. Right and wrong you do, right. but
0: you can't, you can't lie. Y'all both yeah. can't sit on here and say at 18, 19, when we was freshmen in college, that we was running, a, riding a straight arrow. We done did some stupid things that we got away with. You know what I'm saying? And. Yeah. They're doing the same thing. They just got caught with it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that we done stole or anything like that. But I'm saying we have done some stupid things that could've got time, that could have did time if you get caught with. It. You know what I'm saying? So um I mean it's just being it's just being immature and being in situations where you feel like you're running with a crowd. You know what I'm saying? It's not I don't think it has nothing to do. I don't think that it has nothing to do with that kid stealing again. I think that, you know, if we were if we if we could walk out the cafeteria with some French fries and not have to swipe our card, we would. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. And um, you know, it's you stupid because if you, but I'm just saying like uh, we don't kids. I don't kids pick up an ID card and swipe it in the machine and get kicked out of school. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a, it's identity theft. But in the, in the moment, if it was me, that would seen that card and I was going to get some free drinks, I would have done the same thing, not thinking that I'm I- stealing somebody's identity. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it does not even thought. So if I put myself in his situation and I'm with a group of kids and I see somebody do something wrong, I might, if I'm a leader, if I'm a mature enough and I'm a leader, I say, Hey, man, what you doing? Put that up. But in that situation, our lack of leadership, our lack of, um, maturity as a leader can, inf- we can be influenced to think that, Oh, they getting away with it. I might as well try to get away with it too. Free something free. You know what I'm saying? Um, why not try and, uh, not thinking that. If I get caught, that what, what the exact sentence will be, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's just a slap on the wrist. Maybe it's like, give it back and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So it's just the, I mean, I think that obviously it's a wrong thing to do and those kids are in the wrong for doing it. But at the same time, at 18, 19 years old, there's a still lack of, there's a, there's a, there's a sense of following, of following the crowd then at that age. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what they got caught up in
1: yeah i mean I think it's wrong that the the, the the university the coach hasn't come out and made a statement i think that's wrong because at the end of the day they are under your watch they're your players you know like even if you even if you just go out and say like what happened and you know
0: how it happened just just say tell me how apologize. you could have did something better yeah tell me how you said yeah, yeah, and tell yeah. me how you could have did something better own up to some yeah. mistake you know what i'm saying but because uh, yeah. i mean even if you think you did a lot you, we can always do something better but, but
1: uh, there also comes in the issue of like there also comes in the issue of you know not holding the kids accountable to, like you, you got to find the balance between yeah.
2: you know that's what once you start
1: placing blame yeah. everywhere then the no kids I, and that's feel that's like exactly what I was saying you know so I earlier mean? oh so so yeah like
2: for sure. completely you off. find so a way to complain something what's too. up what's up oh, yeah.
0: And what Lavar said is they've been punished already. Why are we getting punished again in the US? You know what I'm saying? Which obviously depending on what you think is different you could say that's a slippery slope. This kid can go down a criminal path type thing. Or you can say, "Man, he has a point. They did. They was in jail in China for multiple days." You know what I'm saying? And when they come back, now they got more punishment from not even being able to play basketball. So all right. I mean, it is what it is. You can look at it from two different Bruh. two different skates.
2: No, I heard that, bro.
1: I, I got to call BS on the bar for that because call BS? This why I disagree yeah, with the university. They should have came out and made a statement when they first got caught. Yeah, they should have did that. But at the same time, okay, they dropped the ball on this, but you cannot. Okay. Oh, just because they did, just because they stole in China and they did a couple days in jail and now they're home. They should just like be able to play basketball and act like nothing ever happened. Like, no, 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 no. It's consecrated in America when you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I don't know if they should get suspended for the whole year, whatever it is,
0: you know, they're suspended indefinitely. But, yo. Yeah, my problem is with that word indefinitely. Come on now, give me a time. You know what I'm saying? Indefinitely? What does that mean? Well, in that case, So the
2: so other thing, right though, thing. real quick, look, look guys, they I not what you're doing. So let's, <laughs> let's I make sure, sure we get that. my friend. Now, so right, we now, they were staying at a resort, <laughs> so they weren't allowed to leave the resort. So if you call that jail, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, <laughs> man, it, it, they were in a resort. Hey, that's what they were telling me. They told me, to they, the,
0: they told me they was doing. They told me they was doing doing days wherever it was. It was away from the team.
2: Yeah, I can't agree with you on that. So yeah, so they ain't really. I mean, I think as far
1: as punishment wise, UCLA did the right thing. I don't care Indefinite What he's not the first person that got indefinitely suspended. It happens all the time in college. Like maybe that should be. Well, a yeah. rule of you, hear that. you hear that all special. the
0: time. I hate the indefinite. I hate the indefinite suspension. I don't have people. On well, our team's being definitely suspended. I'm like, what like is going on? When, it's, what what it's, does indefinite mean? They got to do something yeah. in the classroom. They got to hit like certain marks when before you they come an, back. You what does indefinite uh, suspension mean,
2: man? Gather all you know your intel. Yeah. Like, I think in like case, topic. case yeah. because this is an yeah. uh, international, uh, you know, issue, it's like whatever they do, it's going to be wrong, right? If they suspend them for the whole season, it's wrong to the kids. If they only suspend them for five games, why aren't you punishing these kids more? You know what I mean? So I think they're in a lose-lose situation. So that's why they come out with an indefinite suspension and try to really let the media drive what what uh what the suspension should right. be. Right, I mean that's I mean, but that's what it is though. You know? Look, and don't get me started, started on the media. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on the media. <laughs> but
1: my, right. my whole thing is, yo, if I was UCLA, man, I think they should be suspended for the year. Like, yo, no one says y'all gotta be one and done. You just get suspended for a year, bro. That's what happens. You did something completely stupid. We don't condone it. If you feel like suspended for a year, suspended for a year, your future's not done. You know what I'm saying? Your future's not done. You're young. You'll be healthy. Use that year to learn, grow. You know what I mean? Maybe start your own business. Or oh, you already got big baller, brand. but the other kids, you know what I'm saying? Do, do something else, man. Like, Life is like, like you know, like we say before. There's more to life than just sports, man. You know that's a, that's a short for opportunity sure. you had. You know what I mean. So it's the yep. for the whole year. That might be the best thing that ever happened to him.
0: Well, at the end of the day, man. There's been lack of leadership in both the Larry Nassar situation, in the Levar Ball situation, um, in the in langelo Ball situation, in the institution situation. There's been a, there's been examples of leadership that we can say is good or bad. In most of the situations, I would consider them bad. So as we get into this, um, our business topic of the day, we're going to discuss, we're going to discuss leadership in the, um, we're going to discuss leadership in the workplace as an employee and as a, as a boss or as a, uh, somebody that runs their own company. So my thought process is I want to get from you guys your opinion or what's your, what's the key qualities of a leader that you would expect as in, um, either if you was running a company, or if you was underneath somebody, what would you? What's those qualities you want out of your leader, out of your boss? French, Go ahead,
1: Dom. What's your take, Dom? What's your Dom? First, Dom, you good? Yeah, man, hit it. All right, man. So me personally, um, as a boss, I my whole thing is like make sure my team is good. So you know, make sure we're prepared, um, and then make sure that we're all professional Um, because right now, you know, working for Helping Hands, you know, I I got a lot of people that didn't really have the best upbringing, so I'll let them know, you know, like, yo, this is a professional setting. It may not feel like it. You may not feel like you're a professional setting because you don't have on a suit and tie, but you still got to carry yourself a certain way, and um, you know, my biggest thing is, like, to let them know that even if I'm not there, I'm in it with them, so sometimes I still work with them, buy them lunch, you know, um, just show them that I care and show them the right way to do things. And then also when things hit the fan, you know, you got to, you got to always be the one to let the cooler heads prevail. So um, Just showing them, you know, that, that everything is in control at all times. I think that's a quality that you need to have as a leader. There's always a solution to every problem and it's your job to find it. And that's why everybody else isn't a leader because it's easy to look at somebody and get the answer. But when you coming up with the answers yourself, you know what I'm saying? that takes a different type of person, different type of thinking, different type of attitude. And um in my other uh engineering firm business, my whole thing is i've never been i 've never been um, an engineer before i've never worked in an engineering firm before first time I started learning about engineering was when I was my first day at work so <clears throat> I mean i 've been in for a year and a half now, but there 's still a whole lot to learn. So my biggest thing now is just pretty much do my job and then whatever my teammate or whatever my coworkers need you know, be there for them on that front. Cause we got a lot of work right now with a small company, but no matter, even if it's just taking out the trash and making things easier around, around the office, you know, just do that. Just be
2: a help, you know, any way possible. Yeah. uh, I agree wholeheartedly with you, Dom Joe. The the one key thing that I uh, really value, um, is just relationship building. So, uh, in in my current role, I have, uh, uh, a gentleman that I uh, am directly responsible for. And then uh, I actually have a, a, what I call, we call it work, a division uh, of about five or six folks that I'm also kind of uh, responsible for. But basically um, a successful leader to me uh, has the ability to build strong relationships with their peers. Um, so basically you're able to, to push and drive, know what makes that person tick. So then when things get tough, it's easier to ask things of them, right? So you build up some rapport. You know what brings them into work every day. You know what drives them. So when things maybe aren't going the way they should or the way you want them to, you know, me and my, my, uh, profession is, is a sales organization, right? So, um, a lot of that is, is how we use to drive production is, Hey, what makes you tick? And a lot of that comes from just having a really good relationship and, um, putting yourself out there, um, and then to Down's point, uh, when things get tough, man, it's being able to go out there and roll your sleeves up with your team and, and show them how much you care. So um, that's gonna be the first step step in it for me. That all sounds good. Uh, I mean, like I
0: said, we can to come up with my my thing is that the leader man that's all sounds good um i mean like i said we go both coming from multiple different it. sides of things my, my thing is as a leader man i think it's, if, it's it's extremely important to to be a coach to be able to explain things clearly of how you expect things to go and how you how you want things to run or to be able to talk things through i think the where, where we lose communication at is when people stop communicating. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds so simple, but it's the truth. Even the smallest things, I want to talk through them. I don't want, I don't want people to, to go on over things and think that I just understand what they're saying. No, like, let, let's talk over it. If you don't understand when you get paid or how you get paid, how the pay scale works, let's talk through it and let's discuss it. Um, those types of things. So I like to, be make sure that I'm a good coach to people that's underneath me. I like to make sure I'm a good coach to people that are leaderships, that are leadership leaders underneath me. So there's there's two different types of people that you got to coach. You got to coach the ground level, and then you got to coach the the level that's also leading the group of people. It makes sense. So both of those have to be done well. And I've seen in my situation of of creating a company, I've seen that I've I've had to grow in both of those areas. At first, I had to grow as far as coaching um, or teaching the the ground level people that are doing most of the work but then i had to learn how to coach the people that are over top of the workers so now i can move on to the next thing because you can't be scared to let you can't be scared as a as a leader or as a boss to let go of things and let people can let people do them yourself let people do them themselves where i feel like there's a generational gap because a lot of our older heads they got to have their hands on everything you know what i'm saying so empowering and people where, right? I, where i'm trying to excel at is being a good teacher being a good um resource so that other people can do it just as good as I can do it, if not better. Um, Empowering. Yep. Empowering. That's exactly the word I'm looking for. So empowering others. Um, And then another thing I think is, is very, it's very important for a good leader is not being scared to change. You know what I'm saying? It's never, it's never my way or the highway. It's never, it's never that it's a situation where you got to listen to everybody Take everything, take everything into account. Step step back from the situation and make your decision on it. Um, so empowering people, not 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 fearing change, not fearing uh, not fearing people's opinions, others' opinions. And then the last thing that I would say is the most important for a leader is, at the end of the day, be uncommon. Be uncommon. Be somebody that be somebody that other people look forward to working toward working with something that's in your character, something that's in your personality, whatever that is, whether it's you're a nice guy, you you have fun or you're a stand up guy, you don't cuss, you do things that people look towards. Those type of traits are things that people gravitate towards working towards or working with or working under. So so those type of things are what I consider great leadership qualities, things that you can be as a great leader. Um, overall, I would like to know, like, what are some leadership, who are some people that you've studied under and, you know, you can name some names and what kind of leadership qualities do you try to pull from them? Because obviously we're not coming from... We're just not making this stuff up in our head. We've learned from other people in oh, general. Yeah. So, so who are I, I some people that you've learned one some one leadership qualities I'll, I'll probably from probably and what they exemplified uh, and what did you pull from them what type of skills did from now. Go ahead.
2: Uh, of somebody that I've looked up to uh, just as I started my career, how to run a small setting office as an entrepreneur, um having the ability to connect with individuals that you're uh, you're working with on a daily basis uh finding some common ground, setting expectations, following through on those expectations that have been set. Um so your dad was a huge uh role model for me and uh, another individual um is, is just somebody I, I work with currently. Uh he's been in in uh with tech systems now for uh for twenty nine years um and basically uh you know kind of going back to what I, I discussed is that relationship piece of it um someone that's had you know, years of success and um just looking at how he can get people motivated um to, to do well in the in the role um has always been something that I've just kinda piggyback off of. Um but yeah, no, those those two individuals are, have been really big for me.
0: Go ahead, Don. What you
1: got? Uh, man, me, man. Um, I mean, I, I look towards so many people, uh, like, uh, like sports figures too. Even um, just as far as to get to get my team uh, excited about the day, or get my even the people I work with in the engineering firm excited about the day. You know, definitely Brian Dawkins. Is, you know, somebody. Be we'll just brings the energy. What the, yeah, man. What one thing you know about Dom Joke man? I'm always gonna have the energy, man. If I don't got the energy, man, yeah, hold me accountable for that. Yeah, man. Hey, I like being I like being I like being high energy. He's that guy in the, in the office. He's guy. On the field, <laughs> you know what I mean? In the club, everywhere, bro. It's fun. Um, <laughs> in the
0: club. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> in the
1: club, bro. <laughs> in the club, man. You know what I mean?
0: All right.
1: Yeah, yeah 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 i'm that guy i, I get the job done though but um energy. uh preparation wise we gotta i gotta put coach grow in there and many many i'll even put you in there man for a quick little story real quick but coach grow um he used to have us so prepared for the game off of his preparation alone that i didn't really understand the importance of doing my preparation until i had to do it um Coach Gold used to give me my own cut-ups. I was a third-down guy. I always came in on third-down. He had my third-down cut-ups for me, all the plays that I was going to see when I was in the game. Boom. I used to watch third-down cut-ups and special teams DVD, and, man, I'd be ready to go. And then um, Coach Gro left, and Coach London came in. You know, it it wasn't the same preparation, and I had found myself doing a lot of things myself. But then, you know, um, Chase – was always so prepared, and he actually showed me how he prepares for it. And then I was like, dang, shoot, I'm ready to go. And so really, <laughs> ready like, to go. seeing how important. He was going into that, dark, go, room. Man. He was going into that
0: dark room <laughs> for a couple of games. <laughs> he was walking yeah, into the room with yeah, the lights.
2: <laughs>
1: <bro>. <laughs> yeah, bruh. In 2010, I was going into a couple games in that dark room, bro, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, you know, we got through it, man.
0: Hey, everybody got to um, learn from, from hey, us from something they've been through.
1: Yeah. So, and then I just carry that into the workplace now, man. I just don't. I just, I just, if I don't know what I'm doing, I I'm do my research, make sure I'm prepared. Just like in the football meeting, football meetings. Um, if I know I messed up, I'm gonna go to the film room, watch it early, see if I can have an excuse for my mess up before they call me out in the meeting i <laughs> you know, I'm the same. Hey, I'll, I'll look at our meeting agenda i look at our meeting agenda you know what i'm saying before our staff meetings and i'll be like all right man i got something for that one got something for this one okay why don't i have this done or am i getting it done to give them an update yeah you gotta have you gotta be prepared if you're going to do a job you know make sure everything is right make sure if I if i'm talking about cleaning if I know that I'm out of stainless steel cleaning, I'm going to go get stainless steel cleaning. If I know who's working for me and I know their strengths and weaknesses, sometimes I might go in before them and make sure the units are trashed out or make sure, you know, all the furniture is in the middle of the room so they can get the good vacuum or whatever. You know, um, if I meet all my deadlines, I make sure, you know, everything's organized and, and the engineering firm. So, when when I got to get a proposal out by a certain time, all I got to do is put everything in one folder, boom, 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 send it out. Good so, um, But I would say – and then my dad as far as the jobs going on. So you and Coach Grove for preparation, uh, Brian Dawkins for the charisma and the energy, and I would say my dad and my brother as far as explaining the job, they're really good explainers as far as what you have to do, like clear, concise, what you have to that's do with, 90% why it's good. No, they're, they're they're real good at that.
2: So
1: that's my list right there.
0: That's a solid little list, Don Joe. Um, not just because I'm on it, <laughs> but, but uh, <laughs> like I said, man, I learned a lot from my <laughs> hey, I got a, uh, a nice little list of people that I've learned from. First and foremost, my dad, man. What I learned from him is, and for all you guys that don't know, Frank Minnanfield is my father. <laughs> Um, look him up if you don't know him, but overtime hours preparation is what I learned from him. So basically what Dom Joe learned from me is what I learned from him as far as being prepared, being over prepared. He taught me how to prepare. Um, and I mean, if you know his background and you know why he prepares, he's a former walk on at the University of Louisville, little short guy. You run up on him, you can take him. And, uh, but he, but he, but he's tough (laughs) and he's he's tough and and nobody outworked him. So, you know, he's the strongest guy, fastest guy. But he just wanted the tallest guy. But he had a fight in him. So I mean, I learned a lot from that situation and hearing his story over my life is just that you you prepare the right way. You'll be you'll be able to handle whatever situations thrown at you. So one thing I make sure I do is be prepared. I don't I don't like going into nothing unprepared. Um Kobe Bryant. I'm not even a Kobe Bryant fan, but I learned a lot from Kobe Bryant because the guy the guy is a now guy. He actually had a quote that I just seen recently. Talking about Alonzo uh, Ball. He said he needs to get better now. If you're just patiently going about it, you'll never get there, which is a, which is a, a crazy quote. If you, um, uh, if you unpack it, he needs to get there. He needs to get better now. And that's the mindset that Kobe Bryant always lived by. Uh, I remember a story that I read that somebody told me. I think it was, um, Jay Williams. He didn't tell me that personally. He's on TV, but the commentator that used to play for Duke and us three, we probably remember seeing Jay Williams play in college. He was a bad man. And, um, when he was going into the league, they compared him like he was going to be the next great player at the Chicago Bulls. Um, but he told me a story. He, I mean, he didn't tell me a story personally, but he told a story on TV. He said he went to the, he was playing the Los Angeles Lakers that day and he decided that this is his time to play against Shaq, Kobe. He going to come in there super early. So he came in like three or four hours early from to get some shots up before the game. Only person there except for one other person, Kobe already there. And then he said he he put in work for 3 to 4 hours, took a break, sat down, and he was like I'm about to bring it in. He said Kobe went for another 2 hours out there on the court. So Kobe showed up before him and stayed longer than him. And a guy was, and this guy was specifically thinking about coming in here to outwork him to be better than him today. You know what I'm saying? That just shows you like procrastination is our biggest is our biggest um procrastination is our is our biggest Weapon against ourselves. It's the it's the thing that can hinder us the most. Us being us saying that we'll do it some do it later. So what Kobe said is do it now, and that's a that's a huge thing that I try to put into place as far as um in my uh, he's life, right as far here. as leadership and <laughs> as far as just personal development in general. Um, I also now this is my guy. I've also learned a lot from watching LeBron James come up through the years, and uh, I know I got a LeBron hater on the line. I ain't gonna point him out. But um persistence persistence through the storm. <laughs> persistence through the storm is what I learned from LeBron, man. Staying persistent, stay the course while everybody else is either while everybody's wishing on your downfall. And wishing that's on, that's yeah. one thing that he's that's one thing that he's done tremendously well and has been able to, you know, be successful from having so much pressure put on him since he was a junior in high school, sophomore in high school. To where he's going now. A lot of people don't make that path like that. Been having all that pressure put on him. Usually somewhere they usually somewhere they fall on that on that level or during that uh time period. And he's been able to just continue to get great, to continue to be great. Um all in all man, this is a great this is a great podcast. Leadership is an extremely important quality. I think it's something that we all truly value as far as We understood that we looked up to our leaders when they were on our teams. We looked up to our coaches. We expected a lot from those people. You know what I'm saying? We expected a lot from our leaders. And we didn't just let anybody take that role of a leader. That was a position that was voted on by a team, and you had to earn. So when we look at leadership falters in the in the college industry or in – um, businesses and companies, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty shocking because if there's one thing that I could hire in somebody, it would be their leadership. How, what, what type of leader are you is the most important thing I care about. Um, when I'm trying to hire people, especially to run, run, run a group. So let's go around. Let's, um, before we get out of here, we got our, uh, gas of the week. I'm gonna do the gas of the week for this uh. week. Um, and we'll rotate that each week, but I want you guys to give one quality. If you have one quality, tell somebody to be, um, as a leader. In the community, and business, and whatever one quality, what would you tell them to do as, be as a leader? Go ahead, Don. All right, man. Me personally, I would say
1: start by because you know we're talking to a whole bunch of people here, so <clears throat> start by being the same person every day. Who you are every day—that pleasant person, you know—the team person, the people that want that they want to be around. You know what I mean? Be that person every day. Nobody wants to deal with somebody who they don't know who they're going to deal
0: with from I mean, day out. Nah, you know, so that's a good one. That's a good one, Joe. I Joe just answer treated. for everybody. No, no, Joe. <laughs> we need one, bro. We need one. We need one, bro. Be the same oh, no, person that's every that's day. I'm all that yeah, yeah, oh, but I'm just saying man, that falls under like treated value. That's solid. So I'm gonna give you right, the quality. Right. Like the you a pleasant energy, and, uh, man. That, keep the, keep
2: that's the positivity being, going. That's just being reliable. reliable, yeah, Joe, bro. Uh, Would be mine. Oh so, yeah, he made sure. Uh, he uh, reliable, made
0: sure. dependable, he made sure to
2: interchangeable. So quality. Uh, but basically, uh, <laughs> when things get tough, being the guy that's the go to when things aren't tough, you know, still being there to, to help out, um, I think is always going to be important. Um, and that really goes just to being consistent. Um, be who you are every day. That's a good one right
0: there. The, uh, French. My would say, be out in front. And the reason I say be out in front is because it embodies everything what becomes of being on front and not following the track. So being out in front. It's a good one right there, the, uh, French. My would say, be out in front. And the reason I say be out in front is because it embodies everything with with it comes with being uncommon and not following the crowd. So being out in front and making sure that you do things the right way when everybody else is doing things the wrong way. You need to be an example of what people want to be. So time for the gas of the week. Well, I look forward to this little segment, man. I, I'm not going to do it every week, but it's going to be something that's going to get everybody Something to, to take with them and apply to their everyday life during this week before we get back, before we get back on our next episode. And basically what I'm giving you guys for gas of the week this week is endure and press, endure and press. This can go for everybody, man. Um, be confident in hope, be patient in the dark because light is coming. Everybody out there is going through something, whether it's a, you know it could be divorces it could be being fired from your job it could be not liking your coaches not liking your leaders not liking a situation could be situations where you don't want to you don't want to be in or it could be good situations but at the end of the day man endure and press keep moving forward at the end of the day that's all we got is to move forward keep hope be patient light will come keep working keep your head down grind we'll see you boys next week